This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome back to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. It's your IPL preview special for the weekend. Your double headers are covered here with me, Ed Hawkins, pro cricket picker, and joined as ever by John Wright. How are you doing, John? Yeah, not too bad, Ed. Ed, yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Excited. Another edition of How's That? The Bet Rivers Cricket Show. The only place where you'll get the double headers in the IPL previewed as a pod. And we're going to find the best picks for you as well. So stay tuned. We be- pick our best picks at the end of the show. We've got two games on Saturday to get through, and two games on Sunday to get through. Delhi versus Chennai on Saturday, KKR versus LSG also on Saturday, and then Mumbai versus Sunrisers on Sunday, and RCB versus Gujarat Titans also on Sunday. A uh, bit of housekeeping before we get down to it, John. Uh, we're not going to try and sort of second guess who needs what in the playoff picture because times uh, games are going on all the time. So we're kind of hamstrung by that, aren't we, John? But we'll yeah. stick to the stats and the facts and what we know to be true. Sure. Um, what we do know, John, is that Gujarat can't be stopped in terms of the top. They will top the table, so they will get two bites at the final. Any sort of views on what you've seen since we were last here, John? No, I mean, I think it's very interesting, as you say, good route. I mean, you took them up in the last uh, show we did. Um, they deserve to be favourites. They've qualified. They've got 18 points. No one can touch them. They're going to be the top team in the ladder. but And they'll get two bites of the cherry. I think it's going to be interesting now with the, the first two playoff venues, oh, sorry, the, the playoff, two first two uh, playoff games being in Chennai. I think that's going to be very interesting because Chennai is a very different pitch to a lot of the pitches. Um, it was interesting the last game when Chennai played against KKR, um, how the pitch, you know, wasn't as slow as probably predicted. But, you know, Chennai got beat in that game by KKR. So it's going to be interesting how teams jockey for positions. But, um, yeah, I mean, as I say, at the moment, Gujarat are through. And then it's a case of everyone. everyone's clambering for that second spot, really, where they where they effectively, you know, they will um, they will get two chances, won't they? So, I mean, it's just, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be interesting. Uh, Delhi versus Chennai may well have an effect on that top two. Well, that second position anyway. And KKR versus LSG. LSG, the other team, really hoping to break into the top, into that second position. Uh, we're going to preview their games coming up in a second. Housekeeping again. Sorry to be a bore, but give us a follow at Cricket Betting. That's me on Twitter and at John Wright 15 on Twitter. And also at Because We Win, so you can win across all sports. And why wouldn't you want to do that? Uh, give us some love on the podcast provider of your choice, please. Now, let's get the games on. Delhi, Delhi, I always calling Delhi. Delhi versus Chennai is on Saturday. It's from the Aaron Jaitley Stadium. Bet Rivers money line for you. Um, minus 110 versus minus 163. That's Delhi 
Chennai, respectively. A uh, few stats for you. Fair contest between bat and ball at this ground. High score is one nine seven. Um, Delhi seem to be a completely different team now. They don't need to have the pressure of winning games. Have suddenly found some intent with the bat from somewhere. Uh, John, how do you see this one going? Well, you're right. I mean, Delhi have been poor all year, haven't they? Haven't had a settled side, um, bottom of the ladder. And then today, in a game where they're they're out of the competition, they've scored 213, and you know, and you know, they've won won a game fairly comfortably against a side that was desperate to win. So it's amazing when pressure's off what what that does to certain players. I mean, Riley Rousseau, I mean, scored an unbelievable 80 odd today off of you know scoring up over 200. Um, he's a bit of a street player, isn't he? So it's amazing now with the pressure off. Um, you could see, you could probably see Delhi at home upsetting the apple cart again. Um, Chennai was a different... Chennai's last game, as I say, they had everything in their favour. They were at home, they were playing KKR. They should have won this game and and been in a position where they were untouchable. But now they need to win this game uh, to to secure a playoff place. So, yeah, I I don't think I'll be back in Chennai at the short price. Um, But um, I'd expect them to go off favourite. So, as I say, it wouldn't be a bet for me on the game. I'd probably looking at some value in 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 the in the the batting and the bowling. I think Chennai might make a few changes. I was looking at Moen Ali, for instance, not done anything in the tournament, has he? Um, Ed, I mean, I think his top score in the tournament's been twenty three. He hasn't bowled particularly well. It wouldn't surprise me if Mitchell Santa uh, Santa come into the side for this particular game, been the best, even though he's only played three games. He's been the most economical bowler taken three wickets. And I think you've got to look at the fact that, you know, if they do qualify Chennai, they, they know that they're, they're, they're going to, they'll have a home fixture. And um, yeah, I think, I think spin will come into play. And I think it might, they might go down the route of playing San, Santana instead of uh, Moen Ali. Yeah, agree with that. I think uh, Santana's going to come in, come into the reckoning if they're, they're going to be playing on spinning wickets. Uh, Delhi Capitals really hang your heads in shame. Absolutely disgraceful to suddenly turn it on when it doesn't count at all. David Warner, uh, chief culprit, bashing it all around the place. Where were these innings or that intent earlier in the tournament when it counted, Warner? Uh, why didn't you stand up then? Um, you mentioned Ryder Rousseau, over 19.5 runs with Bet Rivers. Uh, got 35 in the head-to-head, uh, minus 120. That looks like a bet to me. And there's another pick here uh, from me, Delhi, over 47.5 in the first six overs when they bat. The average at the stadium is 56. Now they found some hitting form and they've decided to reunite uh, pretty sure with David Warner. They're really getting their foot down. Sure, really should never have been dropped in the first place. He's that kind of player. He'll get you naught or he'll get you 50 very quickly. Uh, he's an intent merchant. Uh, players to follow, John. Um, Warner top bat, bat plus 163. Shaw plus 350. Axar plus 850 for Delhi. Uh, Pathrana top bowler plus two seven five for Chennai. Anything sticking out for you? No, I'd probably go, I'd probably go with Riley Rousseau. Actually, if you you know if you can get if you get anything like plus four hundred him, I think that that might uh, 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 represent a little bit of value. I would imagine now that will be the side that they'll pick. I mean, Salt will come in at three. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they make any more changes. So I think that will be their side. Um, regarding Chennai, um, I mean Conway is the standout bat at the moment, isn't he? But a, a very short price. I, I'd probably, 
looked for the six hitter, someone a bit further down the order, Shivram Dubri, uh, Dubi. I mean, he's bat batted superbly and um, something between like 450 plus 450 for him coming in down the order. I'd probably look for something like that for a bit, bit of value. But um, no, it's going to be a very, very interesting game because, as I say, Delhi, Delhi don't need to win, but they could definitely upset uh, Chennai at home. OK, good stuff. I really like Patharana, top bowler Chennai. Uh, let's move on. Our second double header on Saturdays, KKR versus Look Now Super Giants. Look Now may well need to get this win to get into second position. Uh, KKR, well, almost certainly out of it. Uh, mad run rate swings needed and results to go their way. This is at Eden Gardens, KKR minus 105 and LSG going off at minus 138. Uh, Eden Gardens has been a real road on 196 average first inning score, but uh, it's beginning to slow up and spinners are really getting grip now on this surface. So uh, a few weeks ago, we'd be talking about massive runs here. Now I'm not so sure. Um, 54.9 your average power play score uh, LSG your best team at the death with the ball so does that kill KKR's edge they're specialists at late runs that's how they've been getting up in games and they could have that cut off here John uh, a view on this one yeah I, I, I fancy the wayside here I mean I was very very impressed with look now um in the last game at home, you know, they're playing at a venue, but, you know, it was average probably one four three one four five, and they ended up getting one seven seven against the Mumbai side. Admittedly, some of that death bowling from Mumbai was served up was very, very poor. But to get one seven seven on on that particular wicket, I thought was a mammoth effort. I thought Stoinis pasted his innings perfectly. I like the fact that he came in at three. It gave him a chance to sort of assess the situation, assess the wicket. And as you say, the back end of the inning, especially against that Mumbai, poor Mumbai death bowling, uh, Chris, Jordan, Chris Jordan especially, when you've got the likes of Nicky Puran and Stoinis at the crease, it can be devastating. So I think I actually like look now here to, I think they're back on the horse now. They had a bad spell, didn't they? And now they've won their last two. I I, I actually think, you know, the balance of the sides, prior, I'm not too sure about Deepak Huda. I don't know what he was doing, opening the bat and he played an awful shot. Um, and he was, you know, his strike rate was poor. So I think they've probably got something to to sort out there. I mean, I, I would have thought they maybe uh, bring uh, Carl Mayers back into the side to open up with uh, Quinton de Kock. But I, I like the fact that Stoinis was back batting at three, and I would imagine he continued to bat three because he didn't do much bowling, did he? So, and as you said, Ed, you know, with the spinners probably coming into play now at Eden Gardens, I was very, very impressed with um, Bishnoi, Ravi Bishnoi. I mean, M- Mumbai in that last game were flying, weren't they? They got off to an unbelievable start and they were trading odds on to beat Look now. Ravi Bishnoi came on and he totally changed the game. He took two key wickets. Um, and I think he'll be a big, big factor. And as you said there, Ed, Look now's death bowling has been uh, some of the best, in, uh, has been the, probably the best in the tournament. I was very impressed with uh, Moshin Khan, you know, best, especially given his backstory. Um, Navin El Hack bowled well, and even Yash Takur bowled well. So I was very impressed with their death bowling, and I can see Look now beating KKR. I mean, KKR for me, I just, I don't know, I'd, I'd say I can't really have them. As you say, it's going to take a, a mathematical a miracle for them to actually qualify. Um, so yeah, I, I want to be with Look now here to to secure their their spot in 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 the top two. 
Okay, I'll give you some numbers on uh, some of those players mentioned. Uh, Bishnoi, plus 275, a top look now. Bowler, that looks like a decent bet to me because of this wicket really taking turn. I'll also Varun Chakravarti at plus 250 for KKR, top bowler on the Bet Rivers lines. That's a good bet as well, particularly if KKR are bowling second because Suya Sharma will be subbed in if they're bowling second, which means he will not be counted in terms of the top bowler market. So you're basically betting out without Suya Sharma, who's a spin bowler and who will probably get through four overs. So Varun Chakravarti at plus 250 uh, doesn't have a huge amount to beat, uh, literally and figuratively. Um, I've got a number of Irish Bedoni at plus 1,400. He's a late hitter who could do some damage for LSG, um, if they're, particularly if they're using Stoinis further up the order. Um, Adoni can come in, come to the fore or come to le- come late to the party. Um, and just a couple to follow on top, KKR bat, Rinku plus 550 and Russell plus 750. We certainly know the price on Russell is value on how often he wins this market. He could well be due. Best picks for these games to come at the end of the show. So you've got to stick around to find out what John and I rate as the best wages. Two more games to get through. Don't forget to give us a follow at Because We Win so we can be winning across all sports, not just cricket. We're going straight to the Van Kelly Stadium, Mumbai versus Sunrisers on Sunday, which could be a really fascinating clash given the mathematical equations that could be in play here. Mumbai have, let's shall we say, history of getting up in absolutely extraordinary circumstances to qualify. They may need something, but they may not. Um, it's a mismatch in terms of the Bet Rivers money line. Mumbai, we're expecting to go off extremely short, about minus 167. Sunrisers have absolutely disgraced themselves throughout the tournament, despite boasting as much talent as everybody else. Um, John, uh, if I don't want to sort of second guess what they need, but you could just see Mumbai pulling off something sensational if they need to getting an absolutely massive first inning score, for example, batting first. Well, they could, could especially at this venue, couldn't they, Ed? I mean, they could, if, if, they, if they want to improve their net run rate, which, they're, you know, that Rashid, that Rashid Khan um, innings when, when they won the other day, I mean, that affected their run rate uh, quite considerably. If they need to win this game by a, a big margin, uh, you could see him doing that at the, at the Wankati, because, I mean, the, the, you know, this is, a, this is a place where, you know, 240, you know, wouldn't be, Beyond the realms, uh, especially with the batting lineup and the power that they've got, Mumbai. And you say Sunrisers have been, you know, their batting has been very, very weak. Only one batter, I think, has got 300 runs in the tournament. Uh, they've, they've chopped and changed. I mean, I've started off obviously with Harry Brook, uh, the South Africans late to the party. Uh, Heinrich Klassen's probably been their star, hasn't he? Even though he's only played nine innings, I think he's got over 300 runs, got a couple of 50s. I mean, I've been definitely looking to back him at maybe plus 500 or something like that for top Sunrisers bat. But I think the key for this game, Ed, will be how the Mumbai bowling attack uh, fares because, I mean, it's been carried by the batting, hasn't it, throughout the whole tournament, especially the seamers. I mean, the seamers, I mean, it started off with Archer, very, very poor. Riley Meredith, very poor. Chris Jordan, who was uh, Joffre Archer's replacement, was awful the other day. I think he went for 50, over 50 runs in his four overs. It's only been really Chowler 
the leg spinner that's you know saved the day with the bowling. He's he's got twenty wickets, and um, you know I, I think that probably uh, bodes well if they do qualify. But they've got him and Shaquin, the other spinner. They've got two spinners that, that will need to come to the party, especially in Chennai in the, in, the, in the playoffs if they qualify. So I think that bodes well. But the seamers of of, of, of you know especially at the death head, as you said, have been shocking. And um, it's been the batting that's had to carry Mumbai to where they are at the moment. But and if the if the bowling does come to the party, you could see Mumbai winning this fixture by a quite considerable margin. Margin, but that's a big if. Ed. Yeah, uh, just some stats on uh, what we expect at this uh, pitch because it's so good for batting. One nine seven, the average score. Uh, this season there, I know the study sample is small, uh, 60 is your average score in the power play. And I think that lets us in with an angle because Sunrise is going uh, to nine and over in the first six when they are bowling and Mumbai are not going to hang around. They may not be able to afford to hang around. So going over sort of like 52.5 with Bet Rivers on Mumbai scoring the first six at minus 111 is one to watch out for. Also look out for total runs in the match. Uh, maybe going overs plus, um, well, we're probably about minus 111 and we're looking at a figure of around about uh, 340.5 perhaps or maybe 335.5 to go over at for that one. Um, players to follow, John Yadav, since we last spoke, been doing great things, plus 350 likely price on the Bet Rivers money line for top Mumbai bat. Uh, anybody else from Mumbai? I'll talk about Glenn Phillips at plus 700. Fingers crossed that we get that price. Top sunrises and fingers crossed he plays, but players to follow. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Mumbai actually dropped Cameron Green, Green for this fixture. I mean, he hasn't bowled particularly well. And, and as you say, if he's, if he's good, I mean, he, he was the big money signing in the auction, wasn't he, Ed? A lot of money. And I mean, that that when he came in the other day, I mean, he came in at eight. And then he did, what, 11 off the last over? And he, it was just embarrassing. I mean, he couldn't get the ball square. So I wouldn't be surprised if they drop him. I wouldn't be surprised if they definitely drop Jordan. I'd like to think they'll probably bring Tilak Verma back into the side. Um, I don't know whether he's carrying an injury, but he hasn't played the last two games, hasn't he, Ed? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'd be looking at the bowling. I mean, purely purely if you look at the statistics on the bowling, you can't look past um, Pirish Chowla to be top bowler for Mumbai. I mean, he's took six wicket, more wickets than anyone else in, in, in the Mumbai side. I think Berendorf's the closest to him, who's bowled pretty average, isn't he, Berendorf? He does go for a lot of runs, even though he's got 14 wickets. So I'd be looking for someone like Chowla to be top Mumbai bowler. And as you say, in the batting, someone like Ishan Kishan or, or um, Siri Kumar Yadav. I mean, as you say, you can't really get away from him, can you? I mean, 485 runs, um, Scoring at what is he scoring at? But scoring about one eighty strike rate, something yeah. ridiculous. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put you off him. And as you say, with the sunrisers, I suppose all the juice has gone out of Heinrich Klaas, and now I mean, I, I suppose you're struggling to get plus five hundred him. Um, so yeah, maybe someone like Glenn Phillips if he plays. I mean, Glenn Phillips hasn't played enough cricket really, has he? Really, to be honest with you, I thought he'd play a lot more games, especially given the the sunrisers' form. Yeah. Uh, great shout on Cameron Green and an innings which may, may well define his T20 career, that one, Johnny. It yeah. could mean that basically he's going to have to be used as an opening batsman or a number three because no team's going to trust him at the death if they saw that. Um, but the Mumbai Sunrisers game could be an absolute cracker, so uh, don't miss out if you get a chance to watch it. We've got one more game to go. We've got RCB versus Gujarat Titans, who cannot be 
caught at the top of the table. No one's going to get more than 18 points. So they're into the playoffs and looking good to make the playoff, uh, to make the playoff, uh, to make the final rather. Uh, I really want to get your view on this one, John, how you price this one up. We did talk about it off air before we came on. I mean, in my book, Gujarat Titans, all being fair, uh, in a regular season game, would be going off about minus 138 against Bangalore. But they don't need to win. They may rest players. And using your experience as an odds compiler yourself, John, how would you go? Well, I totally agree with you, Ed. I mean, if it was all all fair in love and war and both teams needed to win, I would definitely slight favourite Gujarat, even away from home. But the fact that with two games to go, RCB, even if they lost in the, the game prior to the weekend, they still need to win this game. And if they win their last two games and get to 16 points, I mean, they possibly could get in the top two. So RCB are off. And when I mean they're off, they they, they need to win. Uh, and Gujarat Titans, I mean, arguably they could they could rest a lot of their players because they've, they've, they've qualified. And they've not just qualified, they've qualified as the top team. So there's, there's no incentive for them to win this game. So it wouldn't surprise me if players like Matthew Wade get a game. I mean, Hardik Panya, uh, Hardik, um, the captain, he could he could easily rest himself in this particular game. I mean, because he he'll he'll need to be fit for the playoffs. Um, it'd be interesting to see what they do with Shami as well. I mean, Shami and Rashid Khan have both got twenty three wickets. They lead the wicket taking um, uh, the tournament. So I mean, it'd be interesting to see if both of them play. I mean, but again, again with Shami, especially with with his. You know he's, he's he's in the latter stages of his career, and um, you know he's he's had injury problems himself. You wouldn't be surprised if they arrested him. So, yeah, I think RCB. Or, but listen, we're talking about RCB. I mean, they could they could mess it up, couldn't they? But I mean, I think RCB will definitely go off favourites for this game. Um, how short you want to back them at, I think, is a different uh, argument. But um, yeah, I mean. It'd be interesting to see what RCB do because in the last game they brought Wayne Parnell in and they brought uh, Bracewell, the New Zealander, in. Both performed very, very well. But, you know, they're leaving out Joss Hazelwood, who was probably arguably, you thought that was going to be their best bowler. So I thought that was an interesting selection. Whether they'll revert back and bring Josh Hazelwood in, I'm yeah. not too sure. But, but I mean, their nemesis... Um, RCB has been there sort of if if it's not Coley, if it's not Faf and it's not Maxwell there's not a lot else is there, you've got a little bit of Kartik, so Bracewell you know he, he you know he's he's probably more reliable with the bat than um, Hasaranga isn't he so um, it'd be interesting to see what they do RCB, whether they'll stick with the William former of the last game, I'm not too sure but I mean one thing is for sure if you look at their stats, it's all about Faf, I um, mean Faf's scored an unbelievable amount of runs, hasn't he? Can't keep doing it, but he uh, imagine he's going to go off a short price, uh, even though Coley's in the side, for, for top bat. Yeah, probably no bigger than plus 200, I think, for Faf. Um, very interesting selection at RCB. At the, at the death of the regular season, they start ripping up their plans and picking a completely different team. They did this last season, by the way. Uh, and it costs them. I, mean, I don't know whether this is the Coley factor. He's getting agitated again and he wants changes. Um, I know he's not not um, the official captain, but you do wonder how much of a say he does have. Um, so I wonder about their sort of common sense RCB. Uh, and you called it right, John. Um, you, you, apart from those top three with the bat, you don't know what you're really going to get. 
Um, I would say in the first six overs of the bat, they're very good. And in the first six overs of the ball, they're very good. So they're good for 12 overs. It's just the other 28 that are a problem. Um, and it could catch up with them at some point. Uh, maybe not in this game, no. Um, as a good unders play on the power play, because both teams absolutely crack units in that power play with the ball. Uh, no team uh, are averaging more than uh, eight and over economy rate, Gujarat or RCB. So going unders around about sort of 49.5 with Bet Rivers at minus 125 is a strong wager. Um, quickly back to you, though, John, for any player you want to pick out before we move on to best picks for this edition? Well, I think if there's any juice in the price of Matthew Wade for top Titans bat, he hasn't played in the tournament so far, but I mean, it's not beyond the realms that, you know, the likes of Shubman Gill scored a big, you know, batted for a long period in the last game. Uh, the wicketkeeper, Sahar, he's 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 come off. He scored 100 in two games ago and he, had, he couldn't even keep because he was, um, he took so much out of him. So, it wouldn't be surprised me if Matthew Wade actually played in this game. So, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these markets, these sports books, they um, they price up a guy that because he hasn't played, they make him a big price, which is ridiculous, really. Because if he plays, he's not gonna he's not gonna be plus six hundred or plus seven hundred, and arguably with Matthew Wade, he could possibly open because I mean, it's not beyond the realms that Shubman Gill's rested. It's definitely not beyond the realms that Richard Zahar's rested. So he could open the batting. So. Uh, you'll get your money back if he doesn't play. So I'd have a little bit, small bet on um, Matthew Wade to be top Titans bat in that game. Okay, good stuff. This is the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? The only pod which brings you full previews for the IPL weekend double header. We're moving on to our best picks for these four games across the final regular season of weekend action. John Wright, I'm coming to you. What are your best two picks from this show? Well, I'm going to go for a win bet. It's my first bet. I think um, even though it, even though it's Calcutta Night Riders at home at Eden Gardens, I do think that, look, now I've, I've got it back now. I think at minus 125, look now to win this fixture is will be my first bet. That's a strong bet for me. And then um, in, the, in the same game, um, I, I like two derivatives. I like Stoinis as top bat for um, for uh, look now, but I'm going to go with the bowling unit. I think I think Ravi Bishnoi um, uh, for top bowler. I, I've been very very impressed with him. I'm surprised he doesn't get more games for India. Hopefully he will do in the future. But him at plus two seven five to be top wicket taker in this game. That will be my second bet. Good stuff. Spin to be key at Eden Gardens in that game. My. Two picks, the two to follow. These are power play wages. We're going Mumbai Indians over 52.5 in the first six overs against Sunrisers at minus 111, uh, give or take with Bet Rivers. Then we're going to do a similar bet, but we're going to go unders this time in that RCB versus Titans match. We're going to go under 49.5 around minus 125 first six overs score, whoever's batting First, remember there's the trend in this tournament for the teams batting second to go higher in your power play. Uh, it's another little angle for you. There we go. That's the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that? The only place where you can get the best picks for IPL doubleheader weekends. We're back again next week. See you then. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs> 